Salty Bees podcast is explicit in every single way, so listener's discretion is strongly advised. If you have pearls, I suggest you get to clutching them or grab a glass of wine because here we go. All right, so Brittany. Yeah? Kick us off. That's not my job. That's been Camille every single time. Camille did that it. That was me. Oh, 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 I'm sorry. I've had a couple of wines. Go ahead, Camille. So thank you for joining us. We are the three salty bees, Kim, Brittany, and Camille. And we will be discussing what do you do when it's time to change directions? What do you do when the table's just flipped over onto you and all the drinks have spilled? And um like Teresa in Real Housewives of New Jersey. Yep. Just demolishing it. That's hilarious. I'll see what you're talking about. Um, do you know what I'm talking about? I do. Yes. <laughs> I don't know who Teresa is. That's Camille a doesn't watch television. <laughs> <laughs> Although I do know how to turn one on now. And so. I'm so proud of you for that. <laughs> so we've all been dealt blows and we've all had to stop what we were doing or got stopped mid-go and just turned it around. Or some of y'all are, might be like me and just... You know, life dealt you in one hand, so you were like, screw this, and you burned it down, and you're doing something else, even though you haven't figured out what that something else is. Um, so what do you do? Where do you go from here? How do you start over what you've been working on your whole life, especially when you're already in your late 30s, early 40s, early 50s? Now what? You go to Disney World. <laughs> on what money though i'm starting over yep yep <laughs> no uh so what i think is intriguing is the three of us at least are at various parts of this journey i think i think i kind of crashed the hardest first and i don't really know who followed me in that path but um so I guess quick recap, Kim and I used to teach. Uh, I left in June and since then I've tried several things. Yeah, mine and my career in education ended in June too. Oh yes. Mm-hmm. Sorry for the awkward pause. I was uh, I was trying to read your hand signal like what? <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying it, it looked not like to a talk... baseball sign for a second. I'm like, what? And I'm trying not to talk over Brittany because I've had wine. Oh. <laughs> we have a tendency to do that anyway. Yeah, so sorry in advance if that happens, people that are listening. You know there's going to be people that love it because that's how their friend group is, and then there's going to be people like, oh my God, can you please stop talking over each other? I can't hear you. At least it's exciting. Like, you know. We we are excited enough to try and jump in with that. Okay, but sorry, go ahead with what you were saying. I forgot what I was saying. Uh, So career change? Okay, yes. Um. Thought I had everything mapped out with financial services. Um, that turned it up, turned out to be a dead end, which is fine. Um, I've learned a lot about growth mindset <laughs> in the last several months. Yeah, Brittany was going to be a financial advisor. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> and then went from that to needing to supplement my income, uh, which a lot of people can understand. So I worked for Amazon Flex, the people who like, deliver packages using their own vehicles uh which 
was great because you get paid twice a week and then there were moments that were completely terrifying trying to deliver packages um yeah leave your lights on people oh yes please <laughs> like I, I mean it's the simplest thing right but like especially if you're doing that overnight delivery i mean those flex drivers they start there were some shifts that i would pick up starting at 3 3 30 in the morning <clears throat> only because they were the higher paid ones anywho starting over for me was blowing up my entire life and following my heart so i left my big corporate job um and i became affiliated with a nonprofit where i still sell things but i'm selling them for a higher purpose i'm selling it so people can have a roof over their head and feel safe and have food in their bellies um and then i kind of want to blow that up to pursue my own entrepreneur and just be more self-efficient and self-sufficient and help more people on i want to say a bigger scale but just help them in my own way and not have so much so many so much red tape and having so many hurdles for people who are already jumping around to have to go through just you know treat people the way i would want to be treated treat them better treat them the way they deserve you know and so um that's a long and winding road and um Kim, where are you coming from? Um, so I was in education and left education last summer in the summer of 2022. And Brittany left education at about the same time. And Brittany and I actually used to teach at the same high school. And I left that high school a few years ago, went to teach at the University of Texas. And then um, as of last summer, was no longer there and trying to make my way into a new career area area um and so currently i'm working as a diversity equity and inclusion and justice consultant which i love because it's it's um it's freelance like it's um it's remote i get to work from home so i can be a mom i can be the wife that my husband needs, he had a stroke in September of 2020 during COVID. And even though he's recovering very well, he's still on the road to recovery. So I can, I can still be there for him. And I have a teenage son who is highly gifted and extremely active. He's an athlete. So he just, he needs a mom, like he needs a mom plus. So I can be there for him. Then also our 78 year old mother lives with us. So I can be the daughter that she needs also. Um, but I'm not going to lie. It's kind of scary because I'm not necessarily making the money that I need to make right now. Um, and sometimes I make money as a writer. Sometimes I also make money as a stylist working for an ad agency. Um, and then today I had a door close because there was like an adjacent pathway. I was going to go down like something new. And that opportunity I found out today was close to me until I try again next spring. So had a good cry with my friends, Camille and Brittany and a lot of wine. <laughs> so <laughs> much, we are. so much that we were actually having a full conversation thinking we recorded and we were not, <laughs> but that's okay. Cause that brings us, it was, it was a dress rehearsal. So it brings us to Brittany 
Tell us where you are right now. Where I am right now. And what how you got here. Yes. So I am now um, the chief operations officer for a small but growing fitness and nutrition company uh, with an amazing CEO who has uh, taken me under her wing and is teaching me about business, which will help us and our future goals of how to own and operate a business. Um, Originally hired as her video editor, which is amazing, um, off of, I guess we'll drop names, a Zip Recruiter. So if you're out there looking for a job <laughs> and you're on Zip Recruiter, uh, you never know where it could lead. And this is not an ad, but Zip Recruiter actually got me my present job, which I also love. <laughs> okay, so, so Zip Recruiter, if you're hearing this. We, we would love to endorse you officially. We would love for you to sponsor us. Yes, yes. Please that um <laughs> but yeah it's it started out small uh something i could do when i had different a different trajectory in mind and led to being a personal assistant and now this so i mean you really don't know i mean i'm a fighter i'm i'm didn't realize i truly didn't realize until this journey how much of a fighter and I know our friend Lisa loves to call me a hustler. (laughs) (laughs) So people have called me too, but being a hustler takes so much time and energy. It's so exhausting. It really does. And I mean, I, we all choose our paths and right out the gate, I wanted to try entrepreneurship and I think it was too much too fast. Kind of like you were saying, uh, I think earlier in a previous conversation, like, I called it ramp time. I didn't give myself enough ramp time for the next thing to happen. Mm-hmm. Um, and it stalled out and, and then the money stopped. And I was like, oh, I have real life things like bills to pay so I can eat. Um, anyway, uh, so I went out and I found a full-time job. I've been working two full-time jobs for, gosh. Essentially since June, but these last two since November, December-ish. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's been a lot. And I mean, you pour your time and energy into things you love. Um, the, the day job, I used to call it, was just a nine to five. Um, it paid the bills. They only required me from nine to five or eight to five, which for Kim and I, like, we don't know that world because... <laughs> Teachers work very long yeah. days. So I, yeah. I was totally fine going, all right, I'll give you my day. And then I'll just book in my hours for the other thing. So, but no, it's great. I get to travel, work with amazing people, work with another Brittany of all. Are know. you ready to tell people what your new title is? Or are you going to hold on that? COO? I said yeah. it. Oh, okay. Yeah. Right. Okay. She didn't oh, sorry, I've had one. I didn't say the name of the company, and, and that's okay. I mean, it's more or less out there, but it's it's in transition. I mean, Brittany it's... is a boss lady. Brittany <laughs> is a boss We're lady. Still... She's a C-O-O-O. We're still She's defining. There's the line. I know, right? We're it's, still defining my position. Kim but and her cuteness. <laughs> it is Kim and her cuteness. That's right. And it's good to see you smiling. Thank it you. It is. 
All right, who wants to go next? Where are you at right now? Right now, I am in so many different transitions. I am transitioning. I'm like a butterfly. I'm in a metamorphosis. Yes, girl, butterflies. Yes. I feel that too. But like, what do we do when the cocoon opens? Actually, it's a chrysalis. I'm sorry. It's not a cocoon. It's a chrysalis. But you have to fly. We Think do. about it. Like, if, if butterflies I don't come fly. out and fly. Okay, what? they have no option you literally have to you have to fly so right now we're safe we're safe in the chrysalis or you end up like oh my god one time (laughs) one time no one time one time camille and i (gasps) oh we're looking at doing a contract job for somebody and we walked outside and there was a dead monarch butterfly like right next to us yeah that's I don't. Yes. I remember y'all telling me and that. And we story. were like, mm, maybe not this job. Maybe not. Maybe and we See, did. It. Now you need to subscribe to me, who sees butterflies everywhere, which I thought was normal. No, until I got ta- attacked by a swarm of butterflies. You bet your ass you did. Yes. Do you want to tell them how y'all got attacked by a swarm of butterflies and what that means? What it means? Yeah. What does it mean? Like, why did it matter that you guys got? So, Brittany has this <laughs> this relationship with butterflies. Okay, uh, so let me explain real quick. They are my personal sign of a reminder that this life is short. And I don't know if y'all know this, but butterflies only live, I think, a day once they hatch, right? What? Hatch? No. Once they come out of their chrysalis? Yeah. No, they live longer. Are you than sure? That. How do they make it all? How do monarchs make it all the way from so, all the way to Canada? So monarchs, all the way okay, as the crow flies, monarch butterflies fly twelve hundred miles in their lifetime. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Do you know how many miles it is from Austin, Texas, to Los Angeles? I know. I saw that. I saw that when you were on my find my when you were in Los Angeles, getting lost in the in, in the mountain trail that you were on. And I was looking you up on my find my. I promise you. On average, <laughs> most butterfly species have a lifespan of about two weeks in their adult lives. The top is still on that line. Um, <laughs> for two weeks in their adult stage, each of their life stages lasts a different amount of time. A butterfly's life starts as an egg. It takes between five to ten days to hatch into a caterpillar. And then once they hatch into a caterpillar, the time starts ticking away. Okay, so it's still short. Well, they live for about a month. Okay, well, you know what I love is Camille proving me wrong. Or Kim. It happens a lot, y'all. Anyway, (laughs) (laughs) with the butterflies. um, Anyway, they're just my personal side. Regardless, I didn't think, I didn't realize that it's not normal (laughs) to have that many butterflies appear in your path until I go hiking with Camille. (laughs) And she's like, no, Brittany, this does not happen to everyday people. <laughs> like, because this is weird. Because butterflies were everywhere. They were in my hair. They were up my nose. They really she, were. She was like, Camille, this always happens. I'm like, to who? To what? To people they that literally... walk through butterfly breeding grounds, like Brittany, apparently, I all the guess time. So. I guess. When I she goes know. off hiking on her mountain trails by herself, by the way. like In a, in a strange state. Yeah. Mm-hmm. In a strange mm-hmm. city. I'm alive. 
Because Kim pointed out your 15 minutes worth in the parking lot. Yeah, Brittany was like... <laughs> no, I was Brittany, in the <laughs> Brittany is in, like, Santa Monica. Like... No, Malibu. Malibu. But, like... Okay, I so don't personally care, but I think people in Malibu... She's in California <laughs> on the coast. And there's, like, this mountain park with hiking trails. And then there's a Pacific Coast Highway. And then there's the beach, right? And so she's in the hiking trails... And she sends us a picture, and it's, like, overgrown. So there are these huge, huge bushes of, like, bush, like, green things with, like, yellow flowers, like, everywhere. Those green things would be called plants. Yeah, but they're, <laughs> and they're, they're just everywhere, right? So, like, she can't see where she is because she's on this overgrown trail that could be full of serial killers, for all we know. And so she texts Camille and I, and she's like, I don't know where I am because this is overgrown and this is what I'm seeing. And so I go on find my, and I'm like, you're right next to a parking lot. But little did Kim know <laughs> she checked her message late and I really was standing in the parking lot. So <laughs> like not- right in the parking lot. So what's happening is that we have all these pathways in front of us, but they're all scary as shit is the problem. <laughs> because, because like two of us have children and families to take care of. And then Brittany, Brittany's got, well, you got your, your dog, baby. And she you. Your dad. And your dad. And my dad. You know? So, like, so, I mean, yeah. people from our generation with our boomer other. parents, like, we got to take care of our parents, too. Yeah. yeah. You know? Because our parents fucked everything up for us. That's so we right. Gotta show them how to do this. <laughs> oh. That's right. Yeah. You know? The boomers. The boomers. They it's kind of like, it's kinda yes. like our karmic responsibility so that we can set things right in the world, you know? Like, y'all mm. fuck shut shit up, but we're going to still love you through this. You know, through I, this I love end of you. life process. I'm, I don't, I'm not upset with you. I'm just upset at your choices. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I <laughs> to feel To our like. parents? Yes. Yeah. So, uh, but I'm going to take care of you so we can set things right in the world. Yes. yes. Kind of like that, you know? Yes. yes. We're, we're, so, so, so like, now that we've... I don't even know where this conversation was headed, I'll be honest. Because we need to make paths. money. And we we're on these different yeah, careers. We do need okay. money. And so that is a way go, for me to make money. So and, don't go down the overgrown path where you can't see in front of you unless you're up for an adventure. That's what exactly. I'm saying. But I feel like all my pathways at my age right now are completely overgrown. And I'm down for the adventure. It's just scary AF. I think so, me and you are going to be terrified. I want to take risks, but the problem is, I, want, I know that you got to take risks in order to build wealth. The problem is, is that the risks are so huge for me because I have a family to support, mm-hmm. you know, like, and a roof to keep over their heads. And so, like, there are so many things I want. I want to do that. I wanted to do. I wanted to write since I was a teenager, and I have screenplays that I haven't finished. I have a novel that I haven't finished. I have poetry that I've actually published, but poetry doesn't earn shit. <laughs> Even the ones that win awards, they don't earn shit. It's like, oh, can you win twenty five dollars? Yay! I can buy the expensive wine today. So, like, expensive meaning the $16 Malbec from Argentina. But, um, yeah, so I it's... I was hoping she was going to say Chilean, so yeah. we could No, those Pablo are cheaper. Pablo. Those are, like, five, oh, uh, like, Pablo yeah. Pascal. Yeah. 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 The 
We have a problem, but it's okay. <laughs> we do. By the way, I want to dress him so bad. Oh my God, who's the stylist? That's a whole. Him? I want to yes. dress and then we dress him. His, okay, that is again. a whole other podcast, which we are definitely oh. going to record. What? Because, no, like this Pablo Pascal problem with oh. his stylist. Why does the stylist What the F are they doing? They hate him. They do. You know what it is? It's these Gen Zs that see him as daddy. That's what it is. I saw that SNL. I saw that SNL. I saw that one. <laughs> I didn't see it. Pablo, I know you're never going to hear this, honey, but if you, you don't ever know that. do, like, dude, come on, just come visit us and let us dress you. We'll and dress you. Dress we won't. We won't. We won't do like a Texas makeover I either. I'll call you yeah, daddy. no. I'll call you whatever you want me to call you. <laughs> Mando. Mando. <laughs> oh lord. Too much. Man. I left the film industry because of the misogyny, and then look at us. <laughs> Is it still misogyny if I do it though? What do you call that? What's the word? I was thinking of a word, but I don't think that's the word you're thinking of. <laughs> but it is also just comedy. Like, mm-hmm. okay, y'all don't get your panties in a wad. It is just comedy, okay? It is. Consent <laughs> is a real thing. Yes. We are all about consent. If yes. Pablo wants us to dress or undress him, it's because he decided that's what he wanted. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, like, yeah, okay, speaking of being a stylist. Mm-hmm. Like, I can decorate the shit of a house. I was going to be an architect, too. Mm-hmm. I can style a person. I don't always dress that way because I'm tall, but <laughs> I can style a person. So how do I make more money doing that? I mean, as it is, I'm, like, styling for an ad agency. Pablo, if you don't like want us to dress you, <laughs> just face. send some money so we can dress Kim. Like, am I too old to do that work? No. No. I don't think there's an age thing. Have you seen the age of the designers that are out there and popular? I'm also one hell of a seamstress. Okay. See? I think it's Not just... Not that I want to sew for people. I think it's just the networking. We need to get our networking down. Yeah. But, okay, the good thing to know is it doesn't matter how old you are. You still have choices. You're still in control of your life. And we kind of were talking about this earlier off air (laughs) (laughs) but the fact like i mean kim and i come from the same world we made very big leaps out of an industry that was already crumbling and it didn't make us feel good leaving when we did but we made choices for we thought were for our right highest good right so it's disappointing when like i'll speak for myself because, I mean, we have some connections still, but by and large, like, no one has reached out to us. Like, when I announced my career change and that I had solidly found something, I didn't hear from people. What? I see you post things on social media and people come out of the woodwork wondering, what are you doing, Brittany? What are you doing these days? And yeah, I wonder if it, they never talk to her so it's either people just being metiches which is Spanish for nosy or is it people wondering oh how did you get there because I'm trying to get out too I well if they if they were wanting to know how did I do it that's a conversation I mean I these are people that we we both taught with right for years well that's just like my old team we were together for 10 years 
and I still go into that store, mm-hmm. and they're all, oh, you look great, blah, 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 but then I leave and never hear from them. Yep. There's it's like t- one or two of them. One is actually coming to my house for dinner tomorrow, but she's been the only one. Yeah, and so there are a couple, there literally are a couple that I have stayed connected with, yeah. but everyone else like has kind of fallen by the, they just haven't reached out. And it's kind of like, all right, well. Well, I think that when you do change careers, sometimes, like in our case, and in Camille's case, like it takes a whole transformation sometimes, right? Like a whole transformation of who you are happens. And that definitely happened. Like, okay, so Camille, you went from corporate retail to Mm -hmm. nonprofit retail. That's a big shift. It's a big mind shift, right? And then with Brittany and I, also there's a big mind shift going from education to other things. You know, even if, like, I'm also an activist and an advocate for education or equity in education. And I want to do workshops helping educators figure out how to organize on behalf of their schools and their, and their students. So that's still kind of like having your foot in the door in education, but it's not education, Right. So whereas I completely left, you completely left. And when you shift out of that area, even my shift, even though I still have a foot in the door, like the people are going to shift too. like, I'm so surprised that you said that Camille, that's one of your former coworkers is actually going to come to have dinner at your house tomorrow. Like, I'm so surprised to hear that because I can't imagine like if I, still hang out with former coworkers, it's because those coworkers were good friends. Right. Well that that's yeah. what she is. She but she's the only one. I worked with these mm-hmm. women for ten years. And we were all great friends. Right. And now just that one, really, I mean she's she's an awesome. She's amazing. She's all I really need it. But that's true. Still and every time I see them they're like, Oh, I'm so happy for you. Mm, what are you? Hmm. Oh, that's amazing. You do such great work. Oh, really? You know, it's just like, why? But I don't think that's a reflection on you. I think that's where they are in their space. No, I at the moment. So I would 100% agree with that. But I also, I mean, the three of us know how difficult life has been. I, people are seeing the good things that are happening in my world. They don't, uh-huh. they don't know that. They don't know how hard you're working. Right. Or six months ago, I really didn't know how I was going to pay my bills or mm-hmm. or where my next meal was going to come from. And I'm literally falling to my knees outside, you mm-hmm. know, crying, going, I thought I made the right decision. Like, mm-hmm. what what is going on? Mm-hmm. And it really just led me go- to to fall back and rely on the jobs I knew that were open to me immediately to solve the crisis. Yeah. But I mean, still you're right. Like each of our journeys is unique. And just because I'm on a path that is different from someone else's doesn't mean it just means we're on different paths. Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't mean I love them any less or that I think about them any less. Right. But, yeah. Yeah, and that's, like, with the group of people that I still hang out, that I do still hang out with from, that you know, the school where we used to work together. Like, a lot of them have gone their separate ways over the years, 
And it's interesting because though we try to get together regularly, it's really hard to get all of us together because we're all in these separate areas. Mm -hmm. And then when we end up, we do end up spending time together. We end up like, I mean, just going on and on and on and on and just talking all night long until like the middle of the night because it's. I took to like one or two in the morning. <laughs> They're like There's so much visits. to yes. <laughs> There's so nice. much to catch up on. But at the same time, it's awesome because those people were friend were real friends to begin with. It's like you just pick up where you left off the last time, which is great. But I but the funny I guess what we're talking about here is that when it comes to like career changes and career shifts, you really do find out who your friends are. You yeah. really do. Because yeah. it's because I was shocked on a couple yeah. of mine and, and it was startling. I mean yeah, like Sometimes people that I thought were actually true friends. And I was like, oh, oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Well, that's fine. <laughs> yeah, because if I had a friend and I thought me and her would be just best friends the day we died, I was there when her babies were born. Um, like everything. And because I left, she has not reached out to me. If I see her, she's like, oh, hey, how are you? Blah, mm-hmm, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. But no. No, there is no reconnection. There's no, I think we went out to dinner one time and it was, it was like a marathon dinner and that was it. And I called her and texted her and no. But on the flip side, there are people, not necessarily from our teaching world, but there are people who I've intentionally recognized is a toxic friendship uh-huh mm-hmm. yeah there's been a lot of those and and i'm like oh and you didn't see it before but now you see it yes yeah and, and i'm like oh well i'm on this new path and you know you know what let me go ahead and cut that connection let mm-hmm. me break that cycle yeah there's nothing to lose right now <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah there is nothing to lose no. and uh which is so funny it brings me to thinking about how we all ended up where we are now like together as a trio should we, we tell the story how you and i reconnected because it leads yeah. into how camille and i are friends yeah and i but i became friends with camille like what was it like march of 2022 yeah when in the charity that camille works for I've been a volunteer there for many years, but took a break during COVID because they didn't have a lot of volunteers back during COVID. And so as soon as they started bringing volunteers back, they brought me back to the same retail store that I was in before. And, um, and I remember Jim saying, oh, you're going to love, there's a new manager there. We know you love the old manager, but you're going to love this new manager. So I had no idea who or what was I was going to meet. When I got there and immediately, boom, Camille and I hit it off. Yep. And I remember going home and telling my husband, the new manager there is so cool. She's so awesome. I'm so excited to have her there. I can't wait to go back. That's so sweet. And it was, and it was, yeah, it was, was it was just beautiful. It was like in March March of 2022, like after, Mm -hmm. after spring break-ish or during spring break-ish around there. Yep. Like middle of March. So fast forward to October. Before that, right? I think. Um, maybe October. Maybe October. Well, so Kim and I kept working together a little bit um, because I hosted student teachers mm-hmm. through the program she was working with at a university um, near us. Um, 
but we really reconnected on a personal level. I really think it was October. October. You're right. It was October. Uh, I had to take a meeting that day for one of my, with one of my, yeah, with my oh. team. Yeah. So I remember. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, delivering Amazon, it was my very last stop. I started super early in the morning. So it was finally daylight. Um, and I looked up and I was like, holy shit. I think Kim was right there. So I text, I text you or I called you one of the two, but we ended up talking and we talked for gosh, a couple of hours and then ended up talking again and then just reconnected our friendship. I mean, completely on a personal level, clearly. We were both left education at that point. Not about school. Not about school. Not about anything. Just personal. Well, because we had some really strong parallels happening in our world. And she goes, I really think you should meet Camille. Yeah. And so we arranged it and, you know, Kim went with me and showed up at Camille's store. No, they arranged it amongst each other. I get a text saying, hey, I'm bringing in somebody. And I'm like, okay, I'm already at work. Okay, cool. <laughs> so I wind up seeing Brittany before I even see Kim in the store. And me and Brittany just start talking and chit-chatting. And then Kim walks up. She's like, hey, I want you to meet my friend Brittany. And I'm like, done and done. <laughs> yeah. It was like cosmic. It, was. <laughs> it really was. It was. I remember that day because it was like cold and rainy and mm-hmm. ugly. And here comes this blonde that's just perky and happy and carrying all this sunshine with her. And I'm like, hi, I'm so happy to see you. But the thing is, is that I remember you were smiling and sunshiny, but inside. You oh, she was really, a hot mess. Yeah, you weren't feeling that. And you no. just really needed to meet Camille. <laughs> yes. I was like, Camille will make you yes. feel better. You got to meet Camille. <laughs> yeah, I, well, I mean, you teach for so long, you learn how to put on that facade. I mean, yes. It, the facade some days really carries you. Oh, my God. I've had that facade since I was a child. Right? Yes. Uh, I had it down. Actually, I get, yeah, Kim's right. Like, I probably had it as a kid, too, but. I knew how to smile, hold my head up high, <laughs> and, like, nothing's wrong. Exactly. But behind is, like, everything wrong. Yeah, you, I mean, you truly never know what someone else is going through. And and so, like, Kim and Camille were, my world since leaving education has gotten really small. I mean, albeit somewhat intentionally, um, but I'm learning how to surround myself by people like y'all who truly see me. And I can tell you I'm okay, uh, and a lot of people will believe me. They, they know. <laughs> they know if I'm lying, so there's no even there's no reason even trying. Camille knows. Camille <laughs> totally knows. Camille's Camille, like, yeah. Camille's like, you're not allowed to freak out, and I'm like, I'm not freaking out. And she's like, oh, you so want to freak out, and I'm like, I do not want to freak out. And she's like, yes, you do. I can see it. You want to freak out. You are not allowed to freak out until five weeks from today. <laughs> yeah, five <laughs> weeks from today, you will freak out. But because Camille told you not to. It's like, it's like, it's like your subconscious is like, we are not going to freak out until Camille said that we can freak out. Yes. Because people always go into panic mode when there's nothing to panic about. And I don't understand why people like, and it's not just the two of you. It is a societal (laughs) pandemic. Every time the world shifts, every time something goes into retrograde, 
Every time something does not go according to you know, plan. Mercury can go jump off a cliff with its yes. retrograde. Yeah, yes. screw that shit. Every time people <laughs> want to panic and I'm like, stop. Whatever you were going to do, stop. But we not time for that. We learned that from teaching. Yeah. Because in teaching, every little thing is an emergency. So you're in yes. emergency mode every time. You got a fire yeah. to put out all the time. And then when COVID happened, holy crap. Everything burned down. Everything burned down, but yet you had to put the fire out. Yes. And oh. only you could put the fire out. And they didn't give you the fire extinguishers. No. All they oh, no. no. They're all broken. They're yeah. all broken. Yeah. Even though we'd been telling them for years that the, the damn fire extinguishers were broken. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. So here I am trying to handle two ex-educators with so much trauma who are ready to freak out at every little bump in the road. And I'm like, stop. Stop. <laughs> it's not worth all that energy. Whatever it was, by the time I finish the sentence, it's not going to matter. <laughs> You're not allowed to freak out. I will give it. Here's a calendar. This is your day to freak out at this time and not before. You know what's funny, though? The date that Camille gave me to freak out, I swear to Buddha, she <laughs> made me like promise I was not going to freak out until a specific date. And I completely, it was like, okay, all right, I got time. I got time. I'm good. I can get my shit together. I'm good. And then I freaked out. And then I looked at the calendar and I was like, holy shit, it's the date mm-hmm. Camille told me I was allowed to freak out. Yep. And then. And she still loved me anyway because she's a friend. Yes. That's what a friend is. Yes. Always. Yes. I mean, y'all know I joke a lot, but I'm, the joking always comes from a good place. It does. And. I'm rarely serious for too long before a joke comes out. That's just who I am. But friends don't talk behind your back no. in a negative mm-hmm. way. No. Mm-mm. Friends don't cut you down. Um, the friends that I have in my world are happy, like genuinely happy to see me succeed. Boss lady. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and, and those moments when I was... I wouldn't say questioning, but, you know, in the tough moments when you're working, like, very long days and you're like, oh, I don't know if I can get up and work today, mm-hmm. to have someone going, it's okay. Pretty soon you're going to be on top of the world. Yeah. You know, like, that's that's important. It so. is so important. It's important when your house is falling apart, like mine was this weekend. And. I know I never want her to think like I'm just being the sunshine, like, oh, it's going to be okay. Yeah, when no. I I know it's like she's literally probably about ready to have a breakdown. She, she's she's going to cry. I did good this weekend, though. My house was falling apart. Yes. Yeah. I had to. I, and I you had the opportunity to... to knock drywall out of the one of my walls in my house because we had a water leak. And so I was like, well, I'm going to look at it positively. I get to tear shit up. Hell yeah, you do. <laughs> she kept a really good attitude. We did not have to rescue right? her from a cycle of just, why me and woe is me? It never got that bad. Which was me a year ago when we yes. had another water leak downstairs. And I was like, are you friggin' serious, universe? But this time around, we had a water leak. Maybe the universe is telling you you need to subscribe to our idea that we're going to buy up a cul-de-sac and build. (laughs) I think the universe is like, why the hell do you have a house with a water heater and an AC unit in the attic? 
and that's and that's something I'm looking at now. I'm never going to have. Do like not that. get a house with a water heater in and the an attic. AC unit in the attic. Absolutely, you probably end up with an AC unit in the attic, but do not get Ooh. a water heater in the attic. But yeah, no, they say things Come like every week for these real life tips for those of you that may just be entering adulthood. Yeah. Or like, those of you in adulthood and you're like, I don't know what the hell she's talking about, but it sounds like a really good idea. Like Camille says, it's just a bad day. It will pass, which sounds right. Like, like you, I'm a Scorpio, triple Scorpio, apparently. So like when most people are like, it's just a bad day, it'll pass. Like, I feel like I want to punch him in the face. <laughs> okay. But no, 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 not with Camille because she follows it up with don't lose your shit. <laughs> yeah. It's about balance. And then I'm like, okay, I'm going to get ice cream. And she's like, that's a girl. When life gives you mold, you get ice cream. Like, yes. Yes. And then she also says, as a future client, because I thought I was going to be a lawyer, I must ask you not to say anything incriminating. And then, and then Brittany, sorry, I met my grandma's for my aunt's birthday. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, being in your aunt's for grandma's birthday is way more important. Yeah. Than worrying about, but I didn't want you to think I was this ghosting minor you. <laughs> minor leak in my wall that I that I fixed that. that I fixed I fixed the leak. She ish. did because she's a ish. badass. Ish, not really. It's not totally fixed, but I stopped it. You stopped it. You right. killed I the mold. It, and then yeah, and then I tore the shit out of the wall. So yeah, we're we're good for now. And this <laughs> this is why you always have two besties at least because. If one is at their grandmother's, the other one's yeah, yes, and the other, yeah, make sure you have a trio at the minimum when you're ready for this life shift. Yeah, at the minimum. I also, and also, we have our groups outside of this. Like you heard Camille saying, she's gonna have a friend come over for dinner tomorrow. I have a group of friends that I call my chickens that I've been friends with since the late '90s. They call we call ourselves the chickens because I think one of the husbands at the time boyfriend said something about like. We're like a bunch of chickens because we're always quacking all the time. So mm-hmm. now we own it. Bok, bok, bitches. Yeah, exactly. And like, all of the listeners get five million points if you know what movie that's from. And y'all don't get to say. <laughs> <laughs> but it's good to have those friends yeah. that love you for who you are and all your quirks and all your anxieties. Mm-hmm. Even when you're freaking out about Google Maps has an ugly picture of your house. Like... <laughs> <laughs> like and you what? don't need a fancy name for your friend group. I don't have one. Oh, oh you have one. I do. I do actually have another friend group. <laughs> Not one's oh. called the besties, is what you're saying. I don't. We don't have a name. That's what I'm oh. saying. So maybe you need to have a name. I will let them elect. But name. once you get a name, isn't that more like a gang? <laughs> Are we a gang? Are we a gang? <laughs> Can you have a gang with only three people? Because if you can, like, I'm totally down. I'm sure some people make but a do gang we have work to have with a just color? themselves. Like, do we have to, like... Um, oh, okay. Oh, <laughs> shit. For the first time ever, I'm not wearing black. Oh. Oh, my God. Oh, I'm, I'm not wearing, wearing black, black today. I'm what the hell? Wearing black. I mean, I was wearing black. Well, I usually am, but... <laughs> <laughs> it's funny because I am black. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my goodness. Okay. <laughs> I think we're going to wrap things up and finish our wine. So thank you so, so much for listening to us. Also, ZipRecruiter, just putting it out there. If you'd like to sponsor the show, we are. Just saying. Yeah. We are ready and willing. Thank you so much from the three salty bees reminding you be more sweet than salty. And also, <laughs> on our Instagram, 
if you are starting out on a new career path and if you're thinking about leaving a career and starting on a new one, share. Because like doing this stuff is not easy. It takes solidarity. It takes support mm-hmm. from each other in our community. And I think especially as women, like we really need to be there for each other. And that's a whole other podcast. But but yeah, let's let's chat about it. Women, men. Everything in between. Everything in between. We got you. Yep. Good or, day. Or as I usually say, we got you, boo. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. Bye.